Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Amchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Yeah, I know you're always saying we need new intros, but I like that one. That I one like the piss like, one. There's nothing wrong with it. That's why I, I don't know if you can hear me talk over, but I was saying, yep. I like the piss one. Piss one's funny. Uh, and the Sam Gagne one. You find, you find piss funny? <laughs> yeah. Sam Gagne is not funny. He's a serious think? dude. No, he's I not playing tonight. I don't think he's particularly funny. Well, revenge game. It is kind of bullshit that they he scores like every time they play him on home ice. Although road game tonight, maybe he isn't wanting to be, play a full revenge maybe game. Load management. Game. Load management. Don't okay. play Sam every game. Help me understand. Okay, well, Leo Carlson's load management. Why? 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 Well, I want to know why. Because the Blue Jackets are just like being cautious with the young players. They're like he hey, plays no. for the Blue Jackets. No, Leo Carlson. Yeah, he's a duck. Yeah, and you called him a Blue Jacket. You did. You did. You did. So yeah, I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> are you having a stroke? So Leo Carlson. <laughs> Stop has, waking me. Leo Carlson has played 14 games with the Ducks. He has six goals, three assists for nine points. Why sit? Yeah. What? What? What don't I? I'm. I'm. I'm fine with it. But I just. Why are they doing it? What don't I know about Leo Carlson? It's he's 18 years old. They know he's going to have like a 20 year career, and they're like, you know what? Just. But they suck though. Could win the Calder, but just nope. Not going to let you. Yeah, but you would imagine he's on board with this to some extent, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. What don't we know? Is there maybe he's he a have, secret injury? Or is something? he like Bobrovsky and he loses like 20 pounds of weight every game and he needs some time to get it back? He's like Hawaii. He just needs a minute. He's got really big hands. Mm. And James Harden, he just loves strip clubs, so they keep him out of the road. He is the good. system. He is the system. They if they know there's a good strip club. Yeah, he can, yeah James. City, they're like, nope. Harden can never play in Miami. He yeah. cannot go to Magic City. I saw a picture of uh, Harden without the beard. Not so attractive. Whoever convinced him to get the beard did a good job. Very important decision. That's that's when you got good management around you. <laughs> that's a problem though with a beard is if once you go beard, it's like really hard to go back. You cannot. I know. Like Rick's Rick done it. To be fair, Rick. Well, but tough. Rick, Rick is a very versatile man. Yep, it's a handsome face <laughs> and just a jacked body. Mm-hmm. Great jawline. If you fluctuate more than 10 to 15 pounds in weight at any given time, hair is either a friend or you can get rid of it. You got a rope on him? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. A lot of rope. You don't call him horse because he runs fast. <laughs> uh, Wanye and I, I shouldn't even say Wanye. I have winked at Wanye six times since we came into the studio, and I don't know why. Why? He loves gray sweatpants season or something? <laughs> Miles Garrett. Is that what you're getting at? I think oh, I'm going to take Garrett. your eye out. 
Hey, Greg Norman walking down the beach. There is no trip. Oh, Miles Garrett. There is only applauding his appendages. <laughs> Um, all right, welcome into uh, this episode of the Real Life Podcast, which today is delivered by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian <laughs> listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. All you need to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. That's all capitals, NATION25, to get 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. Download the app in the App Store and find out how you can make DoorDash your holiday hack this holiday season. Happy birthday, Jay. Happy birthday, Jay. We did an entire hour-long live show together, uh-huh. and I didn't know it was your birthday. The man in the vest. That's what they call you him. Know that white boy the vest. there? I didn't do it for fun. Kennedy yeah. puts everybody's they birthdays write things on it. Yeah, it's so you, Tyler. Those, it's those prompts, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Is he? Yeah. Oh, everything okay? No, that was actually a somewhat important text, <laughs> work-wise. So oh. Really had to send it. Yeah. What are you doing on a Thursday on your birthday? 25-cent draft? Ooh, nice. Oof. Uh, after? Yeah. Well, where'd you go on your 18th birthday? And I know you had been to bars and whatnot before, so the allure. I remember what we bar. did. You remember uh, what we did? I'm pretty sure I remember what we did. 18th birthday. 1981. We used to do the same thing for everybody's birthday. I think we went to age. Cowboys. For sure we went to Cowboys. For sure we went to Cowboys. Yeah, but I'm but my birthday, my birthday was actually on a Sunday. So I went to Japanese village with my parents ah. uh, and had a beer with my mom and dad. I might have had a couple first one ever for my first legal beer. Sake. Uh, and then I think, was it the Tuesday or the following? Oh, I think we did. We did one of two things. We either celebrated my birthday, 18th birthday before I turned 18. Cause I remember a very magical Thursday night <laughs> prior to that Sunday uh, at Cowboys. Very magical. Uh, so we might have done it that night, but then we might have done, done it the following Thursday as well. So I might have had a birthday week. At that time in life, I think we were doing it every Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to always go to Japanese village for yeah, dinner. Yeah. And so. But we didn't, we didn't do it for my 18th. No, we didn't think we did it for We didn't start it because like at 18. That's I like fairly high investment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, couldn't afford it. I don't know. We started, like once we started, I think our birthday started tar- starting with a two. We started having a little bit and we had a job. We started going to Japanese village. Well, sake. It's lovely. Oh, sake bombs. You like it warm or cold better? I'm, 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 I'm partial to both. I like both. Really? Yep. I find one. I'm, I actually cool. I prefer cold. Sorry. I prefer one exponentially more than the other. And that is warm. So warm sake is a way to disguise shitty sake. If you have a really good sake, you have a cold and it is so good. I just like the taste. I don't like a lot of warm beverages, but I Mm. love the way that it tastes going down and then the feeling you get in your nose after some warm sake when you breathe out you know when you drink a a nice scotch neat and then you you drink it well or a scotch on the rocks but then you drink it but then you breathe out of your nose to get that like second sensation i find that warm sake is the first step towards a great nap yeah it, it is body. comforting. Yeah. It's like the, the chamomile like of booze. I feel like that's something people probably do. Maybe somebody has a nice glass of fall asleep. Warm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I did it last <laughs> night. I got a royal pain in the neck right now. I pinched my nerves somehow yesterday and get over here. I need it. Oh, buddy. <laughs> okay. So I don't think like pinched nerves are helped by a massage. Okay. I believe it's more of a needs to be worked out. Only one way to find out. (laughs) Uh, No, thank you. But yeah. Tyler's opening up a magic city over here. I had the cap. You're very, you're you're on the, you're on the edge today. I know. You are on the edge. For some reason, I'm really hyper right now. I need to calm down. Yeah, hyper. Yeah, yeah, hyper. (laughs) If he's drinking water like a Tour de France participant. Orny. 
<laughs> oh, I thought you were saying he was going to give the over-the-pants handy as part of the massage. No, no, no. He barely charges extra. He's just been living the life lately. On the field at a Bills-Eagles game? What an experience. Yeah. Just being down there must have been something else. Oh, so cool. And, like, went over to where the Bills were warming up and, like, got a sweet picture of, like, Stephon Diggs catching a ball, like, right in front of me. Yeah. Saw Josh Allen slinging it. it You're a tall so cool. dude, but did you feel like a tiny little human compared to those monstrous men? They're, Even the coaches, everybody's They are specimens. Yeah. Um, so we had... I'll tell you the full story. We went to <clears throat> the game. Frank's a season ticket holder. And I guess earlier in the week, his ticket rep was like, hey, never met. We've never met. Why don't I get you field passes? Would love to meet you. So we meet the guy. Frank's like, hey, these are my friends from Canada. Where he goes, where are you from? Edmonton. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm born and raised in Calgary. Did you knock him out? I was like, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, you <laughs> sucker, pal. So he's like a huge hockey fan. And then he said later that he's like, Frank was like, you obviously knew who I was, right? Like, and the guy's like, yeah, like, that's why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Uh, so Frank needed that validation. Yeah. No. Um, so no, we, you're just such. No, you're season ticket holder three, four, Frank. two, five, seven. <laughs> um, so we got tunnel club passes. So we got to hang out in a, this little like low lounge area um, right where the Eagles run out of the tunnel past you which was also sweet to see like Jalen Hurts running past you. It was pretty cool. So you like stayed down there for most of the game? Like you so were we went that- to our seats for the first half and it was pouring rain. Yeah. So at halftime, we didn't want to pay for $24 drinks at the stadium. So we went back down and then Frank was just kind of like, we were they just- free down there or something? Yeah. Drink drinks and food was all free. Oh, why would you leave there to I, sit in the I rain? Respect, I respect going up to your seats for the first half, but yep. the mm-hmm. minute that rain's happening and that first half ends, I would have yeah. said but you could, you could bring your drinks. You could just get two drinks and go up to your seat with them for sure. Which, but we, yeah, we stayed down, watched the, the second half just down on a TV in there. Yeah. Like what we used to do at uh old yeah. Northlands Rexall. <laughs> um, so it's still cool. I got really drunk. And then, one thing the Eagles did when they won the Super Bowl was all the staff got the same level of Super Bowl ring as the players. So the season ticket ref were rocking his Super Bowl ring. Just fake diamonds. So he was like, do you want to, like, whatever, wear do it, right? Do I just want my ring ticket? Yeah, so I, so I, just, I had, the, had his ring. I tried it on. I felt all cool. I was holding on to it. And then the season ticket ref turns to Frank and was like, here, like, you want to hold it? And Frank just goes, no, I don't do that. Why, do you expect to win the Super Bowl <laughs> ring, Frank? I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. Frank's got interesting theories on sports. Yeah, he does. Like, he and I have argued no less than five times about why it's acceptable for me, a grown man, to wear another man's name on the back of my jersey. It is acceptable. Fashion dictates. And he doesn't think so. I, I, I just, know. I can't, I, you can't wear an Oilers jersey that has your last name on it unless you've made the team. Well, yeah. That's what my think role. about? Unless you're a kid. I think for kids, you can. Yeah, if you're a kid. Well, a kid, well, but a kid wants to be David. Are you kidding yeah, me? That's fair. Did you see the 32 Buffalo Bills jersey the other day in the crowd? <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> that person did not put a last name. They put allegedly. But I think it's okay to wear Buffalo. After Why? Who played 30? Who's 32 for the Buffalo Bills? Orenthal. Hello, <laughs> X-World. Bag <laughs> new. I heard you telling a story over there about grown men name on the back of your jersey. <laughs> I think that sometimes, you know, it's okay to wear somebody else's jersey. They just have to be older than you. <laughs> and if you really want to get funny, then be just like that guy in Buffalo who has my back. Forever, I will have yours. Um, so later that night, I was watching Oilers Ducks at Frank's house, and his kid is an Oilers fan now. Love it. So we're watching those game when the Oilers score, like we cheer. And Frank one was like, I don't, I don't understand this. He's like, why are you so excited? And I was like, God damn, because the Oilers are up eight two, Frank. Like, come on. He really he loves like, but the thing is though, he loves Philadelphia sports. Yeah. Like, he probably loves like and cheers for the Eagles. There's Obviously, no he does for the Phillies. The Phillies games. I don't 
I don't want, and I want you to finish your whole topic about him, but I feel like not only is he like, a lot of people bring up his head. I think he's an old soul, like old journalist soul. And those guys, no rooting in the press box. You don't look at these guys as heroes. You don't cheer for a team. Like that's the old strident way of like do you keep doing your, journalism. Do you keep your shit tight in the press box? Oh, in the press box. Yeah. Like it's kind of a professional thing or whatever. But like if I'm in the press box, no cheering. If I'm out of the press box. I'm rocking an this jersey, drinking a hundred beers. So what's some other things like that you're, that you're well, going to get? Just one more thing on the lounge we're in. So this guy is like showing us around or whatever. And he goes, yeah. And that booth there in the back, he goes, no one sits there. That's Mike Trout's booth. When Mike yeah. Trout goes to watch games, this guy's also his ticket rep. He's like, that sitting." always safe. Mike Trout from Philly. He's yeah. from Philly. Oh. Did Kobe have a booth? Maybe. Was Kobe from Philly? Yeah. Yeah. Did Will Smith have a booth? No, I don't know. I just no. know the Trout one. That's the only story. I have. Mike Trout Trout did Rocky Nobody Balboa have a booth? It? I went up the Rocky steps in Philly. Underwhelming. Did the Philadelphia Fanatic mascot have a booth? I like the Fanatic. Um, But it's very weird why Philly is so obsessed with a movie character. Because it represents their scrappy attitude. It's Philadelphia. It's it's Philadelphia personified. Little people who want to fight you. But did you cheer at the top of the stairs? Yes. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, but then there was like a Rocky statue and there was like a lineup 30 people deep waiting to just you go stand up in and, line. No, God, no. I took a very great. <laughs> I don't do that from across the street. <laughs> no, I don't do that. either. The Oilers have statues of Wayne Gretzky everywhere here. We complete like I know he's an actual physical human who accomplished real things. things. Yeah, but to be honest with you, if we had a movie that was filmed here, that was in the same vein as Rocky, I'll bet well, you that person would be Chalmers, Jasper, I'll be Rocky Avenue. Four different scenes. Yeah, from Doug and Bill McKenzie sitting on a bench. Yes, because they were born at Edmonton. Was it the seventh man that shot scenes at the mall with Arnold Schwarzenegger? We can make a... There was that one with Chris Catan, like that Christmas yeah. one that was yeah. at the mall. But Schwarzenegger shot a movie with a scene in the mall. We can make a statue of that. Okay. Brad Pitt recorded uh, the assassination of Jesse James out of the city. Mm-hmm. Well, 700. That's a good movie. Jonas Brothers toured the city. Brooks Brooke sold out 12 Edmontonians, Jonas they, Brothers. They, they, got, they, they got around. They carried a lot they of saw some shit by sticking around, having the Oilers jersey. They had a designated day off and they decided to stay here. I will respect them forevermore. I must might become a fan. That, must have found out that Mitzi's was closed in Winnipeg. <laughs> is it closed? Think, when you say Chris Catan, all I think about is the, and I'm just so excited for tomorrow, but the keyboard Saturday Night Live do, 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 Christmas song. Do you know that one? Um, oh, I know the basketball. Oh, man. What it's a- good. It's like Adam Sandler, Horatio Sands, Chris Kattan, and there's one. And he always dancing, looked dances. over his shoulder, right? <laughs> oh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. And it is. Always looking over his shoulder, awesome. Dan. My favorite Chris Kattan moment. Uh, is have you seen Corky Romano? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he, when he, I don't know how he gets all that cocaine into his body because he's, he's a cop and he somehow like gets hit with a bunch of cocaine <laughs> and he has to do a press conference right after. <laughs> question, question, <laughs> you, yeah, what? Huh? Huh? He's just wigging out. It's awesome. Chris Kattan, underrated. Oh, underrated man. actor of our time. He uh, never has done anything really modern. Yeah, you haven't seen him. Like, no. I, I hope he's always. Is he alive? I hope he's alive. He is. I don't think he looks great right now. I, I mean, I'm assuming maybe, maybe he lives a hard life. To, yeah. Remember how he used to look. I think he's. I uh, bet you he hasn't aged a day. I'm going to hedge this bet. But he, he's better was than ever. Fucking funny. Yeah, he he's is. an architect. Is it? Uh, oh, okay. Do you know why I'm excited? He was for in that. Uh, he was oh. in that Leo movie that just hit Netflix. He's a. He doesn't. Oh, even the have up in credited, the air. He doesn't even have a credited. Name. Don't look up. No, it's called Leo. 
Oh, I thought you meant the, like Leonardo no, no, DiCaprio. The cartoon, the cartoon movie. movie. Oh, okay. The cartoon movie. Oh, so you can't see him. What was the prior entry in his IMDb registry? The Cuphead Show. Ah. Classic. What year was that, pray tell? 2022. Oh, staying okay. relevant. Post vid. Mm-hmm. Best worst Christmas ever in 2021. Okay, he's working. Yeah, a show that only had one episode called Hey Catan. They can't all win. Sellers of Catan. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that would have been his work. Always mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Still, classic sent, still, still spending that sellers or settlers of Catan. I believe it's called Settlers of Catan. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like uh, it's gone all that well for Chris Catan. No. There's a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of credits, but I've never heard of any. Well, neither Oxbury, Corky Romano, Musty, and then just his like stuff on Saturday Night Live. As long as you're working there, you're getting them SAG benefits. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Mango. Probably yeah, just mango. Like, apple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's, so when I was in New not- York. I went and saw Hamilton. I went and saw a couple of you saw. Oh, well you done. Saw, you saw <laughs> you. You saw the one. You little devil. You you went and saw the best thing in the world, <laughs> and that is the Book of Mormon, off Broadway or on. You saw Hamilton oh, and the Book of Mormon. It's always on, isn't it? Yeah. You Book saw both. Yeah, back to back nights. Like Book the same theater. So no, God, the two not. most popular things in the. Okay, but also, so we're sitting in Hamilton. Amber and I are up in like the second balcony. We didn't get like good seats or whatever. And right next to us is the emergency exit. And at one point, the lady behind us, like, got up, and I think she meant to go to the washroom, and she walked out the emergency exit, and you, like, saw the street, and the door closed. Behind her? <laughs> she never came back. <laughs> the door opened, and I in traffic, and I, like, saw the street, and she, like, walked out, and it closed. And, and like, this is during Hamilton? She, this is during the first, hat, like, Maybe she was triggered. She knew what she was doing. How couldn't she piece together how to get that. back in? It's Maybe another dimension. Like, oh. She's like, that's not my habit. He's gonna die, isn't he? That's no, it. I can't the, be here. She could go to the front and come back in the theater like, and be like, "This is what happened." She's going to see uh, a tribute to yeah. former second round pick Curtis Hamilton. <laughs> when she walked out the door, it was 1987 on the other side of the portal. <laughs> I just, I looked at Amber, and we were both like, "Did that just?" Happen? She went to go back in time to try to save the uh, uh, eventual murder. Yeah. yeah, to solve the Hamilton murder. She's gonna Did find like Andrew it? Burr. Did you like both of them? Book of Mormon was really funny. It's so so good. It's, it's fucking so hilarious. good. It's so good. Um, yeah, it was outstanding. Is that the first time you've ever seen like a clip or even the story? Like, did yeah, you? I didn't did know, you, I didn't did know you, anything. You didn't know the story at all going in. No. Well, the episode and the show are two different things. Let's yeah. be fair. But the two the two South Park episodes are wild. But I remember like sitting in the Book of Mormon and not knowing a damn thing about what was going to happen, and just being like every time it took like a little turn, just being like. Wow. Wow. They did that. What are they doing? This is in musical incredible. form. Yeah. In All I knew form. about it was that the South Park guys wrote it. So I'm like, I am in. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. <laughs> I go to Hello. Oregon. Ding dong. <laughs> uh, there was a couple of the musical acts that were very, very But it's fun. so fast. The one where he talks about just flipping flip the switch. It, flick it off. Push <laughs> it by your down and flick it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know those feelings you get? Just turn it off. When you're winking at Wanya, just turn them off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Hamilton also very good. I didn't know any, I had no clue what Hamilton was going to be about. Could have given me a hundred guesses. Yeah. And I wouldn't have guessed an American history lesson. But it's In rap. Good. In rap form. Yeah, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Now is rap an acronym? Rhythm and, or no, Prancing? Roman poetry. It's rhyme and poetry. Rhyme and poetry. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. You know that Young Thug's lawyer said in his RICO case that Thug stands for. <laughs> the best. Made me laugh out loud. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Humble under God. Yeah. That's the Stay, T. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thankfully humble under God or something, something? like that. Ooh. If it isn't, that's. Just that's so you know. One. 
<laughs> if it isn't, I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, well, let's look. I'll look. I, I watched some look. of his trial the other day. It is boring. Wait, it's on TV. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube now. The Crime and Punishment TV. Truly YouTube humbled channel. under God. Truly, Truly humbled, humbled under God. <laughs> um, oh, also during Hamilton, the people sitting right next to me, the lady was like trying to record it like under her arm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, live streaming it. You saw it on YouTube. Yeah, She's I watched the streaming. entire stream. Yeah, but I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, I could see like Jay, if you were sitting next to someone and they were recording like this, like you could see their phone, right? So I can like see the angle she has, like, and I'm like, "Why are what benefit are you getting out of this?" You gonna rewatch this when you get it's home? It's like a fireworks show. That's what it's I was like, gonna say. Nobody ever re-watches. nobody ever rewatches a fireworks show that they video. Just the next be time the you moment. go to a fireworks well, show, ninety percent of the videos you take on your phone, you don't rewatch. Okay, that might be aggressive. Let me let me let me just. When I look at the fireworks shows that I've was going through phone, it's the most, it, I don't even know. They don't look from. the same. They don't look the same. No. My wife's phone got broken and she had to send me some videos that she had taken, like Ooh. two minute videos of literally uh. the boys doing nothing. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> you rascal. A lot of H's in here right now. A lot of ornies. <laughs> okay. But I watched these videos that seemingly at the time were the kids doing absolutely nothing. And I just was melting watching them again. Like that. Of your kids, just yeah, so kid but on like a birthday party, even, yeah. just to like see the people moving around and like, hell, you don't know that like you're going to see, you know, just the way people looked back then, it could take you back to a transformative time. But like an event, you're going to not sit down and watch it and be like, oh my God, I'm going to watch Hamilton again. And then watch your Through phone video and then hardly being able to hear it. Yeah. You're not gonna sit I'm, down I'm just like, going to go to Hamilton again. Fire. I can wait for the next fireworks show. I don't need to watch a video of it, right? Oh. So Actually, just put your phone down and live in the moment. God damn The only it. thing I rewatch are flyovers. I always record flyovers and I always go back and watch them because I love them. Flyovers. Flyovers like of an arena like, oh. like a jet. He was very excited to see that. I, I love on the rundown how you... <laughs> You made mention very on brand for your Remchak about being in Atlantic City and getting to watch the waves. Oh, yeah. I got to watch See? the waves come in on the ocean. <laughs> Went for a walk with Amber and watched the waves come You've in. You've never been to the ocean? Oh, no, I have. He I loves waves. More every but time. like when we go to LA for the it's playoffs. It's mesmerizing. It's like watching a fire. Oh, I could sit and watch yeah. the waves. I know. I, I get it. The first time we went to LA together for the playoffs, Tyler was just overjoyed by the waves hitting the rocks. When I went to Florida for the All-Star game, my last night there, I didn't go out. I went to the corner store, got two big beers, and just sat and watched the O. That's, that's cool. Not, that's really nice, though. That's good living, bro. How many? Oh, very therapeutic. Over under five stories or posts on Instagram tomorrow of people filming the Northern Lights. Apparently tonight, they are supposed to be popping the clearest, most popping. Northern Lights. I didn't get, uh, I know I'm on the Aurora watch. Uh, sometimes it goes in my so chunk maybe, maybe, uh, folder. Maybe roll one up. Go sit in the backyard. It's going to be nice. <laughs> go off Northern Lights. Pop your shit. Maybe yeah. go to your kitchen and get your good spoon maybe out. Micro dose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were advocating druggies. No. <laughs> Fire up the blades. Yeah. Roll one up. I mean, like in a sleeping bag. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so you're warm. Go get two steak and then knives. Smoke a joint. And then, <laughs> and then watch the Northern Lights. Apparently, this was supposed to be great today. And every time there's some something like that. 
you get inundated on your thing. And that's that's something you got to video of the Northern Lights. It's like the first time it snows, right? And everyone's always like, what? It's snowing. No, the Northern Lights are like, Northern Lights are cool though. Are so good to watch live. Rewatch them on a camera. It's not the same feeling. What? Uh, you don't get lost in the dimension of it. But you also feel like you're being abducted by aliens because mm. it feels like it's this like moving being that's coming towards you. You feel yeah. like you're in uh, contact. Not me. It. I got me and my spoon and we're just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> We're living, damn it. Mm-hmm. That's spoon life. I you see know, through you, Northern Lights. Do you know why I'm excited for tomorrow? <laughs> why are you excited for tomorrow? Because it's the day after Jay's birthday? I'm always excited for the day after Jay's birthday because it's December 1st. December 1st be with you? You know what December 1st is? First day of- Time to have a rum and eggnog, baby. Woo. Oh. My first nog of the season tomorrow night. Maybe right? a little fire. Bailey's and coffee every morning. Lights You're done. such a nog gobbler. Oh, I love it. I'm such a knob gobbler. No, no. We're, 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 we're knob gobblers. You're a knob oh, gobbler. I thought we were knob gobblers. In, oh, so we're knob gobblers for Nobby. Well, well obviously. And we're nog gobblers for Christmas. I think, I think that would. You wait for December 1st to have your first nog. In ro- I do. Nog's in November. Our it's boy just, Quads yeah. starts back in October. No. Where's he even acquiring soon. it from? British Columbia. Well, to be soon. fair, big eggnog is starting to come out earlier and earlier. You can get Christmas mini eggs now. If you're eating well, yeah. Christmas mini-, mini eggs and drinking eggnog in August, you live to in... To be fair, mini eggs should be around. Well, yes. Then what is the benefit of Easter and... It's uh, it's it's for the it's for the egg that has the yolk in you it. You know what? If you want to have a candy cane in June, Jay, that's your business, but it ain't it ain't right. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. Cricket. That isn't right. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. You're cricket. listening I'm with you on to that. this with. I need to bring something up to that. I want your your view on. If you're listening to this with children right now in the car, Oof, under the age of thirteen, oh boy, fourteen years old, uh, uh-huh, yeah. just pause it. <laughs> Kick him out of the car right now. Drop him off. Tuck and roll, kids. This is risky, but okay. I'm going now. I'm thinking about making up a lie about my elf on the shelf not showing up this Christmas with some elaborate story so I don't have no snow. five days Dead worth to shed. of no every snow. night anxiety about Hurry what up. I've got to do with the goddamn elf on the shelf. Or just mail it in. I saw, I saw one where someone made like a, like a cremated uh, yeah, yeah, a skele- skeleton. Yeah. And then like, and then like burnt out. Yeah. That's so not nice. That's a little dramatic. But you, you were having, shit. you were having oven issues. Don't do we that. Were. Oh, okay. So anyways, I need your view on that. Santa didn't just. So you could mail it in <laughs> and just be like, <laughs> no snow. <laughs> I don't even want to no, say it. No loud. snow. No snow is definitely a part, but yes, Tyler, I'd like to hear your view. Mail it in. And then at the end, until of the, the Oilers are 500, that's when they'll show up. And then just when your kids are like, boy, that was lame. Be like, yeah, I'm going to fire the elf. And then say you fired him. That he just didn't. Santa fired things him. Things weren't yeah. working out. Santa Here's what you do, John. Go get an elf next year. Then my next year's like, go get a roast chicken, put the drumstick into a little elf sock. And then just leave the severed limb in the kitchen. And say he got caught up in some mob-related activities, and this is their mess. All we ever found was one leg. Put it, put it in Leon's, put it in Leon's mouth. That's what I was thinking. And have him walk in and be like, "Uh oh, oh god, Leon got a little hungry." (laughs) That other H word. So, 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 also, just to my Leon's his dog, by the way. Leon is my dog. My older son fully knows. We've talked about it. He came to me. He was like, "It's all bullshit." And (laughs) everything. Even Santa. 
Santa, Tooth Fairy. I mean, you name it. He knows it. He just. What's the age difference? Two years? Two years. Oh, so he's close. So the, the, the young, but the younger one is a little more street savvy than the older one. And so. He I'm probably already knows, but probably, he's playing you. I remember. Yeah. I so remember. send in Logan. But, but, but. Send here, in the oldest. Do a little fact finding yeah, so message. The youngest is the type that'd be like, listen. If I say that I don't believe in that, I'm I won't get, get money for the two. I'm just going to continue this until I am 30 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you still losing them teeth at 30. No, like that just happened. But anyways, but listen, I, I'm not on. like, I just need to know when I, if you want to afford them spoons, you need that tooth fairy money. <laughs> it's only, I love, I want him to believe. <laughs> I think your son should be losing teeth in his twenties. No, he'll be stealing them from people just to get you that money. Jacked out <laughs> Oh my god, this is such an unhinged episode. Well, this one part is, and I hope that nobody didn't hear my PSA about shutting it down in front of kids. Yeah. But like, why did you not say it? I like, why didn't I just not say it? I don't know, it's decent. No health for the elf. To be fair, the amount of like children under the age of 13 who are even accidentally listening to Maybe, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying it's probably minuscule. Maybe remove every shelf in your house. Therefore, there is no elf for it to shelf on. A lot of shelves. Um, say he was needed by another family. He got called out. I just like the. the or I every, think sending your oldest on the fact finding mission is 100%. Say he got a yeah. D1 scholarship. Oh my God, let's get him involved. Send a single limb to the house one by one in the mail. Be like, really listen. Yeah, say, and say we get a ransom letter. I got an idea. I'll say I'll, I'll, a gift. Right off the bat, with a note. It's been a good run, says, guys. Thanks to the government, I can't afford to just get Say he had an 860 save percentage. Thanks to the government, I can't afford to fly back and forth anymore <laughs> yeah, with all these carbon taxes. Tax, yeah. These carbon taxes. And then teach him a lesson at the same time, am I right? Yeah. Say oh, he had an 860 kidding. save percentage charm where you send him to Bakersfield. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'll say he's with Jack. Yeah, he's with Jack getting better. Tell me uh, he's drowning in credit card debt and can't afford really, to come this I year. I can't take 25 straight days of that anxiety. Send your oldest on a fact finding mission. That's totally the plan. Be like, hey, figure out if your younger brother is still believing in this stuff subtly and then bring it back to me bring me back the info it's exactly what i'm gonna do or or yes maybe the maybe the elf suffered an injury jay and he's he he can't them no no but but no and and, and, and he's on the ir for 30 days so he's gonna watch from one spot while he heals he's coming back and put him in put him in like a little like a little cast his leg and like have like in traction kind of you know how we always give food to the food bank and we do like some charitable things over Christmas. There's families out there that don't have an elf. Yeah. Like, live give being charitable. Whoa. <laughs> Hello. There's only one way out of this and that's fake charity work. <laughs> oh, George, George I, I follow. Fund. No, no, no. But see, we're doing the real charity work. It's just not the, not the, not the, Elf the Chicago thing. All Saints Hospital. <laughs> yeah, uh, I follow this one guy on uh, Instagram who calls out um, like fake uh, um, motivational people that sell motivational things, but also just calls out people for like being scummy people. And there's this one person who he's called out. She put a post on Thanksgiving about two different food drives that she was having and how she fed over 150 families in each of these food drives for Thanksgiving. And this person just doesn't seem like. And they have like a, a charity. And so he called her out and saw that the two pictures that she had posted were from food drives during COVID at a church that happened like that. She just Google imaged. And so he called her all out for it. So said like, show us the receipts. Anyways. So fake charity. Don't do it. It's really lame. But so you got her recorded. maybe, maybe I really do give the elf to another family. Pass sure. on my misery to them. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. Yeah, I'm torn if I'm even going to play that game. Am <laughs> I am I denying Crawford? Will. No, you will get sucked. Yeah, in you will get sucked in by and who? I say don't Her? by the fact that she. But comes she home. won't even know. She'll come home one day and she'll the be kids like, "Every notes. one of my friends have an elf, man. Where's mine?" And they'll be like, "We don't have an elf. Why don't, for us. why don't I have an elf?" And then you'll have to come up with something like. We have a Greek in the creek and there's just a guy living in a creek. We got a beer in the fridge. Now go get it. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you complaining when you could be vacuuming, son? That's so when you guys were talking about the elf and the like killing it or something and burning it down. Well, you were. So, well, whatever. I wasn't. He was. So anyways, my 12 year old son, parent corner time. Wants to cook his own food sometimes, like really badly. He wants so he the accidentally cooks the elf of cooking it. No, that's okay. not where I'm going. So one thing we have a gas stovetop. I know what I was cooking when I was twelve. Braggart so to see where this goes. Yeah, very basic. So he, his auntie showed him when she was staying with us for a little bit how to cook a grilled cheese sandwich. So nice. now he fancies himself cooking a grilled that cheese. That tastes sandwich. a little. Fun. I've got two rules. One, I have to be in the house in the vicinity. Number two, you don't wear long sleeve sweaters because they're in the baggy hoodie phase of their life right now. Mm-hmm. And flames, an open flame, just, you know, I feel can't like, risk it. I feel like number two is violated. Number two was violated, but that wasn't even the worst of it. So I usually am in the office at this time. He comes home late from practice. He wants to make a grilled cheese sandwich. He's all gung-ho. He's going to go make a grilled cheese sandwich. This is I'm the heading, beginning of an unsolved mystery I'm segment. i down to the office. <laughs> I... Notice that half of the string lights on the garland on the railing at the front door have gone out. So I go, I start fixing it. He's making the grilled cheese sandwich. I'm fixing it. I sit there. I spend way too long trying to figure this out. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not doing this. I need to get down to the office. I start walking towards the office. And as I get towards the kitchen where the stairs are to the office, all I smell is gas. <laughs> all I smell is gas. Oh, no. I'm like, what the? And I look over. He's on his phone at the end of the island. His grilled cheese sandwich is cooking. The thing is lit up. There's no flame. He's just gassing the house. He put the pan on there with the grilled cheese sandwich on the pan, turned it past the light, heard the click, turned it to medium, didn't look for flame. We got a level nine gas gas leak going on. Then he lit up a cigarette. I shut it off. I look at him. I'm like, what are you doing? This thing isn't even lit. Can you not smell this? He goes, no, 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 it lit. I, I heard it. It lit. It lit. I go, did you see a flame? No. I go, I open the door. I turn on the fan. I know gas because I am in house building. This was enough gas that if that kid turned to his grilled cheese sandwich, said that thing ain't cooking, went back to the light, fireball. Guess how old it's going to be until he cooks in my house. Maybe 30, maybe 20. He'll be out of teeth. He'll be out of teeth. <laughs> He won't even be able to eat. He won't have teeth. <laughs> Just gumming his grilled cheese sandwich. He's going to learn, learn said, to use the blender. I, him, I said, I love you way too much I, I, to risk this ever again. Risk this. This this night could have been so much different. All for you to have the freedom to do a little bit of cooking. I said, if you want this freedom, you know what, son? I'll get you a cooktop, an induction hot plate. One burner. And you can cook oh. them in your bedroom. Yes. No, you're going to do Unventilated. With drapes blowing dangerously. No, because an induction, an induction cooktop, a hot plate induction cooktop with a pan doesn't get hot to the touch. Yeah. It, the pan hardly gets that hot, but it cooks. Don't teach your son to cook on a hot plate. He'll live in a storage unit. Here's a note. <laughs> Encourage him to, to learn to use a kitchen. There, I, if you I have a gas, have a similar thing a gas stovetop, 
Don't let your kids use it. Yeah. Don't ball so hard. Downgrade electricity. And, and Keep I safe. I, who are you know trying what? to impress? So yeah, who are you trying to impress? Even, I wasn't even mad at him. I just was like freaked out. Like I was freaked out. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. This just risk is not you worth could it. Have lost all your eyebrows. Uh, everything. I even told him the David and Joku story about the barbecue, like, and how he just like, that's a grown man. What happened to him? He lit his barbecue. He pushed the clicker. He shut the thing. He lifted the door back up. It wasn't lit. And he pushed the igniter again and poof in his face. Burnt all of his face. Who his is arm. this guy? He's a tight end in the NFL. For the Cleveland Browns. Come on. For the Cleveland Browns. That's a grown man. You make mistakes when it comes to fire and stuff. Now I'm going to be scared of cooking again. I had a buddy blow Just, his eyebrows off in a barbecue. So, so I wasn't. I, I, I had a, like a real teaching moment with him there. But the one thing that I started to like blame myself was I never specifically told him watch for the flame. You fucked up, man. Who thinks they need to tell somebody that when it comes to a gas stovetop? A 12-year-old kid. <laughs> well, this is my first time. So that's why I'm saying this is because if you... Just like when you, just like in the coil ones, when you get your blades in there, they get real hot. <laughs> your spoon. <laughs> when your spoon's red hot. <laughs> don't, you don't, don't touch it. You don't put it on your tongue. They learn about induction cooking. They learn how the molecules will yeah. continue to move through the spoon and make it hot. Mm-hmm. Doing blades, my We God. almost, <laughs> we almost burned our house down last week. Come on. And it was a free. Like, this is now I understand how just like randomly things can happen where a fire can start in someone's house. So we're getting decorated for Christmas, right? Mm. So we did this like a f- maybe three weeks ago. We started kind of, I think, Remembrance Day, Remembrance Day, we started doing all this. So we get the house decked up. So we have our dining room table, which has no chairs around it because Crawford can't, will climb it and be on, on yeah, top of the sturdy. table. But anyways, fall on her. Yep. No, but don't. she'll climb on top of the table and jump off. So we've got a decorative thing uh, on the table. So we have this cool little snow globe sits on the center or kind of just off center. And then we have this like kind of, you know, two foot high little like silver tree made out of like polyester rope. I don't know. Sure. Right. Little garland. Little garland. So Crawford uh, makes this drawing for her Jajo, which is her grandpa's birthday. Mm hmm. Right. So we did this hard, this drawing. Uh, and so then what we do is we put it in between the snow globe and resting up against the uh, Christmas tree, mm. this little Christmas tree on the table. So if you're looking at the table to the left, there's the windows to our backyard and to the right, there's our kitchen. And they've got these like little windows above the transom windows. They call yeah. Tramp. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so They're very long and skinny. They're at the top of a wall. You can't yeah. see out of them. They let in light. They let in light. And what happened from when we first set it up to when this incident happened last week is as it's getting darker and darker and the sun's getting lower and lower, you know, as we get close to the solstice, now the sun is peering directly through those windows. Is this a magnifying glass type? So then this one day, the, the, the sun is peering right through that snow globe, which is then <laughs> magnifying the piece of paper that's resting against this tree that is itself a f- spontaneous combustible item. <laughs> and almost starts was to fire. It smoking? So it, it, it burnt almost. There's like, there's like, uh, if you, if, if, you, if, if I, I might have a photo of the, of Crawford's, like she put on an eight and a half by 11 sheet and it was resting like, like the 11 being the tall wise like that or whatever. And then there's a tree up behind it and it is burned perfectly the shape of the tree through the paper. What? And then the tree itself That's is like all singed. State commercial where it's like, 
They it's like scenarios like, did that happen? Yep. Yeah. 1983. That's <laughs> how your house burns down like Pee Wee's Big Adventure or something. So like the series of coming. things occur. Uh, exactly right. Like, yeah, like we would never have known. Like if the house burned down, we'd be like, oh, and like would they even be able to figure that out? So like there is like there is weird circumstances out there that can cause your house to go on fire, and we almost had Cancel one of them snow happen. Globes. Well, just don't put them in the in the line of sight of how sun. Do you know that. Well, I do now. But, and now, but you could. And now I'm, I'm sharing. I'm sharing this lesson. We had a close one too. Add that to the list of things you do before you go to bed. Are any snow globes yes. in the line okay, of fire? So my construction corner for the week. I have a whole wall of magnifying glasses that now I have to rearrange. Yes, get them out of the sunlight. I'm going to add. What's the word? I'm a heavy uh, snow globe collector. This has just been an awakening. <laughs> out of the sun. Put them in the basement. <laughs> my God. You, everybody, go out and buy a fire extinguisher. Um. Because you need to have one in your house. I'm doing a renovation at a guy's house and they had a fire in their basement and it was the most freak thing too. It was like something I'm not exactly don't remember how it happened, but it was like a contained thing that like all of a sudden jumped and next thing you know, the couch is up. Luckily, they had a fire extinguisher. They, They they aim it at the thing. Doesn't work. It was out. It was our, it was like two. Then you just throw it at the fire and run. She had the peace of mind to go grab the second one and thank God it worked. Saved our house. They only had this like damage to a a, a 10 foot by six foot area, but man. What's the general rule on a fire extinguisher? One per floor? I would have one per floor. One per snow globe. Wear one as a backpack at all. (laughs) Wear one as a backpack at all times. One per floor would be a great thing. Um, Make sure they're like out of the way of, out of the reach of children, but in an easy accessible spot, like up in a closet, top of a closet, maybe. Or train the child exclusively. I, I forgot to mention that the, our tabletop is wood. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that was like five more. Uh, who knows? Like thankfully someone was there and they smelt there in the basement. They smelt smoke and they went up and they're still trying to figure out what the hell's going. They're seeing smoke. And our placemats are oil soaked rags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I'm, that's how I do. This is how I do it. I like the look of it. I like the look. Well, that is that's a that's an interesting <laughs> memory, Jay. Maybe one worth protecting for. Well, for yeah, you yeah, had to because I'll remember that. You had uh, to have taken a photo. We're gonna need to see. Uh, no, not to check it now. No, no, like, I'll, like I'll, send, I'll send a text and uh, I'll find there's out. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. <laughs> Maybe not like that. Uh, Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca/travel for more information. Exciting news. When we get back after this break. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Uh, speaking of Alberta Blue Cross, which you heard right before that ad break, we're going to Arizona in February. We want you, the listener, to come with us. And four out of the five people in this room right now are going to be there. 
bullshit. Oh, I'm coming. Flights are booked. Yeah, he's coming. He's Flights are coming. Booked. He, non-refundable? He's, non-refundable. A, he, he's on a family vacation. Just no, so happened I, that it worked out. No, so no, that's just so happened. I planned that. So we were looking for a time to go see my parents in Phoenix. They always want us to come. They spend all Christmas. They spend all winter there and the kids, they need to see the kids. They need their fix. And we just try to go see them once a year. I really wanted to come on this nation vacation. And so I broached it with my wife. Like, let's go at the same time. It just so happens that it's family day weekend, which kind of takes a day out for the, the kids to be on the trip. So well, and they probably have four PD days lined up around there. Probably. Oh yeah. They'll just make it a full week with family day. They'll probably just line them all up, but yeah, no, I'm booked. We're going to stay at the hotel with you guys. We're, we're going to get a little and- silly. Yeah, we're going to have fun. Me and my wife are going to hang out with everybody. So right. it's going to be a good time. I'm excited to stay at the old Embassy Suites and go to the game. Mullet Arena. Can't wait. Kids, I'm going to bring the kids to the game with the grandparents. And fun. then we're going to shoe them off. Go have some fun. <laughs> and then get silly for a couple of days. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be Next fun. Year.ca, go get, get yourself booked on the trip. I know Chalmers. Get, get in the mix. Um, okay, we got a couple things we need to cross off the list today. But first, Jay... I'm going to read you a tweet, all right? Uh-oh. It is from at Gabriel Morenci. Uh-oh. I've never heard of him before today. Oh, Gabe. Gabe's but, after me. But he does have 24,300 followers. Whoa. Oh, is this baseball related? Otani update. Okay. As expected, Cubs made an offer. It is believed by many. It is down to the Dodgers and Blue Jays. No way. But it's I, probably 90-10 Dodgers, Blue I Jays. I think it's like 65 Dodgers, 30 Jays, 5 someone else. I think so. I will I, buy an Otani jersey that day. I yes. will buy every color. We will do a nation so, vacation to the home opener. Question. Otani said at the very beginning of this that every team is in play. And if I'm going to meet with everybody, and if I hear that I had met with them in the media, they are now done. They're not involved anymore. If you know it's the Dodgers and the Blue Jays, if you're the Blue Jays, why not leak some and be like, "Yeah, just is all Dodgers, Dodgers, news. Dodgers news." Dodgers. Well, that's well then, yeah, that's uh, like that no. Idea, it, it let me ask a question though. So he's not going to be able to pitch next year. Nope. But so if you're even like a hundred million bucks on the table, yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. But if you're if you're the Jays, that almost and even if you're Otani, that lines up perfectly for you because the Jays have one more year of Kikuchi, who he went to high school with and Otani idolized coming up. Hello and. By the end of next year, like you have that perfect open spot. In Kikuchi was the I'm sorry. Game. So I'm guessing that he's determined not to be pitching anymore due to the health of his arm. He needs one year off to let his UCL recover, but he can hit. He did he, he have to get but surgery again or did he, is he just resting he it? Rehab. Do you rehab. like if, so let's just say he lets this year go and then he realizes, look, I can just be a, a hitter, like designated hitter or just like. He has aspirations to be the greatest player the sport's ever seen. He won't do that. No, that's why. Okay, that's kind of where I was going to go. Yeah. He, I like, if you're one of the best pitchers ever and you decide not to pitch because you're an even better hitter comparative to. The he field. would be, no, he'd be pitching if his arm was fine. It's, that's the only reason why he's not pitching. <laughs> the guy on So sports, he would do both. He'll do both as long as he can. doing that, the rumor that he was, that he was lining up to be a Blue Jay. And I was like, I mean, dare to dream. There it is. It's not like it's like one random account saying it. It's 30 random accounts, but then also like it's the, Gabe. But then it's the four biggest insiders. Who's the Blue Jays Nation insider that broke Springer? Let's ask BK. him. Let's ask him. I, I yeah, maybe I'll shoot BK out. Yeah. Get to the bottom. Like at least know are they actually trying to? Like obviously they are. They are. That is like without a doubt. They are trying to sign. Oh, Ross Atkins said the other day. 
when he did his well, now, now when I was off the list if he said that yeah, off the list they said Keep like shit something about Otani and he said I'm not going to speak on that too much all I know is we have an incredible opportunity here an incredible city an incredible country and ballpark renovations bang and if you're Rogers you just spent a shite load of money renovating that stadium I would just turn the one of the merch just Otani I would go to 50 home games next year I'd switch back to Rogers. Someone in the Nation Network Discord just tagged me in. Oh, that's the same update. Every time my phone goes off and I see it's a notification from Twitter, I am just immediately like, this could be my life-changing moment. And then it's not. But He's going to the Dodgers. I, I'm still getting an Otani jersey. Yeah, and I'm still going to go an, see him. An Otani Dodgers jersey would be sick. It would look so good. Um, but an Otani Blue Jays one would look even better. I think there is something to one. He rakes at Rogers center. And apparently that's something he's keeping in mind is going to a hitters park and how he plays in certain parks. So he rakes it at Rogers. It's a dome, which again, he doesn't want to have to miss games. Tokyo dome. You know, Mm -hmm. love domes. Not me. Anyway, I wanted, I wanted to talk a little Shohei Otani because I'm getting giddy with excitement that this could happen. I can always talk Shohei Otani. I'm so, I'm up for another heist. They're so close. They were so like last year. It was a huge disappointment. This would be just what the like. LA were. is so dumb. Like they could have traded him for something. Uh, yeah, I know, but they want to try to make the playoffs once in his career. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, all right. It is time for keep it one hundred. It is brought to you by Greta, your weekend spot. Little Mario Kart. Little throwing the football through the hoop. Little drink specials sometimes as well. Greta is our spot. We're going to be doing some more parties there in the new year as well. So make hell yeah, little ski ball. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Chalmers, you are wicked up tuna with keep it one hundred. The big guy is smoking hot. Keep it one hundred. That's my. Well, hello. Do you want Talk. me to do this, OJ? No, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> okay, so my keep it one hundred this week is about something you know that. In this world made sense at the time, but usually outlasts its usefulness. There used to be a rewinder for VH tapes, VHS tapes. Yeah. Remember those? Mm-hmm. Usually in the shape of a Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. You just Fast put, rewind. You can't put that type of wear on a VHS machine. So those made sense. You know, a visor CD case, right? Yeah. You don't want all those CD cases all over your car. You have to you, pull out the book. You got to pull out the book, right? Mm-hmm. It made sense. There's one thing that has outlived its usefulness more than any other thing that I can think of and still is a fixture of society today. Oof. Fax machine. I'm excited. The voicemail. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I'm unsubscribed to that. If you call me and I don't answer, don't leave a voicemail. Because number one, I'll think you're nuts for sitting through the welcome message of <laughs> you've reached this, this. Time is important, man. Move on. You can now text me. Okay. You can call back. I'd prefer that. Okay. You can send me, if you really need me to hear your damn voice, send me a voice text. Okay. Talk into your phone and text it to me. I don't have time and neither should you to go into your voicemail. Yes. Hear the sent on November 13th uh, yeah. at 8.32 from 7, 8, zero. I ain't got the time for that. It's like from Caddis. Okay? Don't send voicemails anymore, people. Voice voice machines at your house have gone on the way of the dodo bird. Voicemails should not be a feature on a cell phone anymore. There is a thousand other ways to get in touch with me. 
And that is keeping it 100. Let me ask you a question. Do you get a lot of robocalls these days? Tons. Because all that's in my voicemail is the back half of a robocall. Yeah. Where it's like... It's yeah, it's whatever spammed. it is saying that I'm going to be. So you have to filter through like 900 of those to get to actually get to the message you want to hear. So I got another question about cell phones for you. And this is like more of a give and a take. Okay. We all hate getting the, the two, five, seven, 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 two number from Texas. And then one from Latvia. We get them every day. Oh, they're getting smarter now, man. Twice a day. Sometimes they'll come from a number similar to yours. Yes. We all know about those calls. Oh no. But I get like today I got, uh, one I got two this morning. I got Leduc. I got uh, Gibbons. I got Leduc again. Spirit River. Oh, but you were doing business out in Spirit River. I uh, have big four? business and well, all the time. I'm getting random so you know what I res- local okay. towns. So what I respect people that are willing to deal with the annoyance of those robocalls, other than putting people through the this number's got call control <laughs> to get through push five right. It's so easy to put on your phone. Every one of us could do it. We could do it within 13 really? seconds. Oh, really? You go, you go onto your app right now and it just add the feature. Oh. Because you know but what? Nobody's I, ever, no, but a lot of people don't do it. No, they now. don't. Okay. So I think that I want to do it, but I always get annoyed when I call somebody's phone that has, who it. has it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what to do here. You know well, what I mean? You know, you know what I don't like? And Voice so, man. so. I am with you. Yeah, you man. are keeping it one hundred mm-hmm. for sure. I was in the car with sales guy Jared, however many weeks ago, and he called someone, and the voicemail he left them was, "Hey, it's Jared. Give me a ring back." I was gonna say, uh, sales guy Jared always leaves voice. So funny. Well, well, he's, right he's old school. Literally old school. You know what I don't like is because someone will call, they'll leave a voicemail. I don't give a shit. I ain't checking. I call you back, and they're just like, "Yeah, well, did you listen to my voicemail?" No. No. I am never going to listen to your voicemail. So like, let's remove that pleasantry and just get right to what you're trying to tell me. Look at the last line of my keep it at 100. If you leave me a voicemail and you ask me if I received your voicemail, the answer is for sure. No, no. Cause even when I hear their voice, so I know who it's from. I've probably already talked to them five more times since that voice. I just seven delete, delete. That's all. Yeah. Sometimes it's somebody and I'm like, not nah, delete. Don't feel like it. I had a robocall the other day, you ran Chuck, <clears throat> from a robot pertaining to be a member of the Edmonton Police Service. Oh. And they told me I was under investigation for nudity in public again. Mm. And that I had to turn myself in in my early, earliest recognizance. I was like, not today, robocall. <laughs> so where were you nude? But for a second, you were like, <laughs> Mostly yeah, elementary I, schools. Mostly elementary. Like, I was naked for that little bit. I'd like to do yoga. Anyway, so there's my keeping it 100. I even have next week's written, so don't. Side eye me, bag milk. You never were gonna run out of shit to yell about. You just need to show up. No, I've got one next week, and it's going to um, blow people's minds. No, reset their paradigm. It's a hypocrisy in my mind. It's something that everybody should be against, but nobody will because of what it's because of what it stands for. Chalmers, I thought you might interesting. It's okay. It, I'll, I'll relate it to something. Have you gone into a grocery store in the states recently? Yes. And noticed that all of their freezers that house the frozen food have no lids. I mean, no lid, like no doors. They have no lids, no doors. Nothing it's just to a frozen yeah. fucking freezer. Yeah. Uh, emitting frozen yeah. into yeah. the air. Yeah. Very efficient. Yeah. Really, really efficient. We're reversing yet, global warming. Yet I see clips on my Instagram account of people who are 
protesting the use of oil and carbon emissions by blocking a freeway and making those cars sit there and idle. It's an hypocrisy. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, so is this what it is or something like that? No, it's something like this, but nobody will say it, but I will say it. What is like? No, no, no. It's like this. It's, but, but it's like this type of thing where we're doing something and everybody rails against it, but nobody will say it about this one thing because of what it's of what of what it is oh and i'm gonna say it oh but tune in thursday if we care about energy and we care about efficiency put tops on your freezers in the states here no no they have it here here we have the. do we have it here yeah oh yeah you should be ashamed of yourself like every grocery store has it <laughs> and, and, there, and there's this diesel generator right beside it. It's just going. It's just insanity. Anyway, so next Thursday, I got to write. I'm hot, hot about it. Chalmers, I have a question on behalf of our listeners. Yep. I'm surprised we've gone this far in the episode. You haven't touched on it, but Henry Kissinger's dead. I'm just wondering your thoughts on his foreign policy, specifically during the Vietnam War. <laughs> who is it? Who is that? What? I know, I know the name, but Secretary I don't know. Secretary of State, wasn't he? I don't know what he did. Secretary of was State? He was he? He was just a shady or, advisor. Was he an oh, advisor, yeah. An actor? Yeah, he was an actor. You're thinking of Henry Winkler. That's the Fonz. No, Henry Winkler was like the nicest guy in, in... Henry Kissinger was a old troll. I don't know anything about him. Well, then I think you will have no further comment on the death. Look, whatever your cause is, fight for it. Just do it smart. Yeah. Like Chun Li. I want to know why Jay's wearing a Harley Davidson vest. Because it's his birthday. Yeah, me too. Yeah, why not? Because if the Oilers aren't going to bring the vest, God damn it, we're going to try. I really hate the painter's cap. Oh, it's so, so lame. Dumb. I want, I'm, I was tabling to BM that we should do a, a employee of the week with this motorcycle vest I have. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. So put we, a nation patch on it? We'll put a nation patch on it. Maybe something funny over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, every week we'll do a post for someone that's been, that's been, you know, giving her hell, celebrate him. Henry Kissinger, Chalmers, give him the first one, honor of a life well lived, foreign policy advisor. I'm not saying anything. Richard Nixon's main foreign policy advisor. That have to do with that kind of stuff Uh, today. Yeah. Arranged Watergate. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I'm just talking. I know. Um, <laughs> I can't be held accountable. So for we're, we're going to make this vest like some sort of an employee of the week vest here at the company. For just like the Oilers, hardest working I guy on the ice. I also say it matches your fit very well. Like you does, yeah. you I, actually, I, I thought about I thought about which hoodie to wear with it today. I did you actually? Yeah. Yeah. Now the Hawks have a Rocky patch, Jay, on their jersey. We put a Henry patch on your Oilers yes, Nation yes, jersey yes. for Henry Kissinger. Yes. Who's dead, Chalmers. He's never coming back. I, have, I heard... Uh, not Charlie a great guy on there for me, please. What's that? I'm with Uncle Charlie Munger on there. Well, that's actually sad. It is. I, there's a lot of YouTube tributes to him that are great. He's had an impact. You and Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's one eyed business partner. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with any men over the age of 110? <laughs> Honest to goodness. <laughs> Milton Burl. Some of the oldest people alive died last week. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Charlie Munger specifically yeah. was an oracle. He was. All right. I want to wrap up the show with a little bit of Oilers talk. Are the Oilers? We back? didn't have any. That's hilarious, and I didn't even notice. We're, We're rolling. Um, I am standing by my statement that they are not back until they've won five games in a row at some point. But I will admit it's getting awful hard for me to stick to that rule. Last game against the Knights, and I agree with you. Last game against the Knights, they at, when we were up two goals, I thought to myself, a two goal. They're playing like a two goal leads enough to just sit back and kind of relax. Yeah, and. 
they kind of got bit for it, which kind of sucked. Um, nice to get the two points, but shitty to give up the one. Um, the thing I liked they about looked it, though, good, though, I mean, they looked good. The thing I liked about it, though, they three weeks fast. ago, they find a way to lose that game as opposed to closing. Yeah, totally. Yep. And that's what Louis said after the game. Louis was right. He said, you know, it's not the prettiest game. It sucks that they came back, and but this is the type of game we found a way to lose. And so... Louis Nebraska? Yeah, five shots Louis. in the third period. That's how you close it. Stu should have stopped one. The other Absolutely. one. The other one shouldn't bounce. have. Shouldn't have. Well, there was one that just shouldn't have happened because Connor uh, McDavid got hauled down right before the fucking yeah. goal went. Yeah, I'm not like one to uh, nitpick on a player when they're not when they're playing well, especially. And Vander Kane's been playing really well, but like he missed the net on one, like on a breakaway, I think it was, or on a on a. Yeah, but that'll happen. Yeah, no, that that happens, and I'm it not mad like about it. Games. Oh, and. When that player from the Vegas Knights rimmed that puck from that side, took that shot, the worst. If you shoot from that angle, I've told my kids, do not miss the net because it will be the best breakout that other teams ever had. Right to Connor. We were not getting those. That was that, happening those against us. They, those were ago. happening against us at an alarming rate. And he had a breakaway from the parking lot. Yeah. He's not going to miss that. No. And it's amazing how. Uh, He's scoring at like it just well. Jr. just left and everything. But he also leaves the door open. Yeah, but came back and pulled it after he left it open, and, and just, now it's just didn't open like pull it just shut. slightly ajar. Jesus, Jay. Thank. You. I guess he has in the business what they call a hard out. Yeah, five or two thirty four hard out. The most common one. Um, yeah, I I'm really encouraged. Like that win against Vegas, it's up there for like most encouraging victory. My favorite well. part though is in the span of a week, five games, actually. Connor McDavid went from being 137th in league scoring <laughs> up to ninth. Yeah. Like a fucking rocket ship. Like a rocket ship. That's great. I think it's great. The other thing that I'm noticing, too, is the power play looks so much better. So much better. Even better than it did before. But they are doing this one thing that I don't totally understand, and that's forcing it into the top of the crease. Like, I get when they got Hyman there, and he does that except the pass kind of top of the crease, kind of on his backhand, kind of back out and shoot. He's got that play, but it was Kane. Kane was not really in position. And like a couple times we tried to force it into the top of the crease where two of their defenders were on one of our guys. And if you're looking for a balance, that's fine. I get it. Like, but that's a five on five play like that. Yeah. Not four on four. When you've got guys on the perimeter that are still, you know, that there and in position and when we're controlling the puck. So I've been hammering this on a number of shows, but over on Betway, Connor McDavid started the year as plus 100 to win the Hart Trophy. He's now plus 400 to win the Hart Trophy. Do you know he's plus odds on his anytime goal scoring right now, too? It's basically free money. I'm sorry. If, if, I know that he got off to a slow start, but he will be the point leader this year. Yes. 100%. So you're saying it's plus 400 for the Hart that? Trophy, which is MVP. What about Art Ross? Oh, sorry, Art Ross, yeah. Yeah, I'll check Art Ross right now, quick. There's a couple of bets I like while he's looking that up. Bouchard, over two and a half shots, is always plus money right now for some reason. He is hammering the puck rate. Free money there. Connor, plus money on anytime goal. Leon, plus money anytime goal. There's a lot of nice, nice bets there. Juicy, juicy bets. Uh, Your M-Check, my question for you, I suppose, is Jack Campbell just got a shutout for the Condors. Is it time to bring him back and give him the reins? 944 game save percentage in the last... Let's bring him back. He's back. We're back. Everyone's back. It's time to put him in starter. Let's go. So I'm going to write about this over on the site. I don't think you do, 
because you have this long five, six day break where you could give Campbell a couple more starts down in Baco. I think you need to stay there a long time. I thought you were going to spaz at me. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like stay the rest there, of time. Get a couple more games in. You have this long five, six day break, so don't bring them up now. And then coming out of the break, two of your first four games are Minnesota, who stink right now, just made a coaching change, and Chicago. You could easily start Pickard in one of those games. So you can go till mid-December with Skinner and Pickard and keep waiting on Campbell. What if we never play Campbell again instead of your plan? I actually what if we just think, never, ever play him again? I think Pickard's been like he's, he's been fine. He's got a start and a relief appearance and they've both been fine. Yeah. You can just keep playing him. I trust him more than I would trust Jack Campbell right now. Although the redemption story is super I mean, tempting. Just but. like if Stu can prove that he can do this, I'd just much rather have like a clear cut number one with a stop gap with a guy who can just eat a couple minutes here and there than to bring Jack back and have, and maybe it evolves into this like 50, 50 split again, or who's hot now. And who's my worry God, is looking over your shoulders. Just one more movement. These guys don't fucking have to do, you know, like, yeah, but also you need to keep in mind last year, Skinner ran out of gas in the playoffs and you need to protect him from that a little bit. Right. You probably don't want to start him six. You can't start towards Skinner 60 games this year. My worry I, though, is like with Jack Campbell, he starts to find his mojo in the AHL, which is not the NHL. Puck's the same size. He comes up back to the Oilers, gets shelled once, and the whole cycle starts over again. Tyler is and Beg Milk, is yeah. there a maximum amount of times you can send a player down and then back up? I don't think know? so. Devin Shore did it like 45 times last year. Yeah. Okay. I just there wondered. is that in baseball, but I don't think there's that in hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. So I, but again, like I think that's an interesting point, BM is like. You need to be so sure when you bring up Jack Campbell that he's actually found his I game. Just, yes. He's going to let the first but, shot in and be back down to Baco. Jack Campbell back up. And like, I, there's some people that discount confidence in sports and confidence in everything. It, to me, is the most important aspect of a player's Same with Connor morale. Right like, if you have confidence, everything becomes easier. And you look... And I'll give you some examples right now. The Green Bay Packers, the Dallas Cowboys, that is, those are teams with confidence right now. The Vancouver Canucks is, are a team with confidence right now. They are oozing it, and the game looks simple to them right now, right? Stuart Skinner's sitting up there. He's building confidence. I believe right now he looks like he is. You don't think that he's building some? Uh, I just, I'm worried about the workload because we know he tires. But you're right. He's building confidence. He's getting way better. So, yes. So, let's say he... He, he hits his confidence, you know, level that he can be the goalie we need him to be. You all of a sudden bring Jack Campbell back and now he's, you know, oh, am I going to like now I've got to like now I've got pressure. You know, now I've got to like keep this job. Whereas right now it's his job. He knows it is. It's one less thing to worry about for him. But I don't think he'll ever be scared that Campbell's going to be the number one again. I think that ship is sailed. It's, it was this year that, that people were saying that he was going to be. Because, again, that goes back to like my he started, point where, Did he not start the season opener? Well, yeah. yeah, he did. But Jack Campbell, in the preseason, lights out zero pressure. When there's no pressure, he's fine. No pressure and confidence are a great mix. The minute you have confidence and then you all of a sudden start to get pressure, that's when your confidence meter starts to go down. The higher the pressure meter goes up, the less the confidence goes down. Or the more the confidence goes down. It's yeah. like you've seen it a million times. And I just don't. I just think we need to do everything we possibly can to build this, if this is the guy we're going to run with, then just tell him what he needs to hear, man. Show him what he need, you need to show him. And if he doesn't perform under those circumstances, make a change. I was just happy they did a full feature against the Golden Knights on his mustache. 
That's what I cared about. Oh my God, that Gene talked to his mustache. Gene's hair was longer. What was that about? That must have been filmed a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Way longer. Mm. Had no Mo in there either, if you notice. Oh yeah. His Mo looks good. It does. I'm excited for this game tonight. Six o'clock. Last game for last game for six days. So get your fill tonight. Have a cocktail or two. Last time the Jets ruined the party in OT. Stu went on that little adventure. I'd like to see them repay the favor in Winnipeg. Me too. What's up with LeBron James's one kid having glasses? That's weird. <laughs> I think he needs to get that's those weird like as hell. Bungee cords like that dude. Fix his glasses. Get him LASIK. You're LeBron James. He got them gogs on. He looks like a weirdo. Who's the guy in the nineties that always had the goggles? I loved him. Uh, Horace Grant used to wear goggles yes, all the Horace, time. Horace Grant. Yeah. Uh, somebody, some reporter told LeBron that he was older than the coach, the coach. of the Jazz. <laughs> the coach. All the coach. Of the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah the coach of the Jack. Yeah, he was just like, I'm not even mad at you, man. That's just, oh, that's wild. It's crazy his output. He's so old. He's on them Belarusian PEDs or something, eh? He's just, I mean, he's, the longevity is unbelievable. Didn't he just set another NBA record of some kind? Like most Yeah, most points, 39 If you sleep upside down in a hyperbaric chamber and recycle your blood every 18 hours, you too can be 26 He's got a blood forever. boy? Yeah, oh yeah. Hell yeah. That's the one with the goggles. <laughs> it's one kid with them gogs. That's his blood boy. Yeah. Shout out right. blood boys. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up with a little bit more Otani stuff because it's dominating Twitter right now. It's so good. Uh, this, is it heating up right now? Like, is this going to happen like soon if it happens? Saying, they were saying he should have a decision made by the end of the winter meetings or whatever. When start, that? which is on December 9th. Yeah. Will you do a special Otani gritty if he signs? Yes. Yeah, gritty. That's the best. That's, that's the most electric. Okay. Baseball player in decades. So from the New York Post, sources say, because the other big free agent is uh, Yamamoto, not Kyler. Mm-hmm. Kyler uh, Yamamoto. There's this pitcher from Japan that just got posted, right? And the Yankees and Dodgers, or Yankees and Mets both really, really want this guy. And sources say there is a Yamamoto doomsday scenario for New York Brewing in which Otani is going to choose a team other than the Dodgers, which has been semi-informed in gossip circles around baseball. And it'll leave the Dodgers with hundreds of millions to spend on Yamamoto. And the thinking is Otani picking the Jays. The Dodgers are now telling Yamamoto, get ready. We'll give you hundreds of millions. And New York will be totally left. Is that the guy who's average? Like his pitch speed is like 103 miles an hour. He's so like sick. Yeah. He had like a 1.46 yeah. ERA in Japan. It's nasty. I watched a little thing on him. Oilers turning the season around. Jays may be getting Otani. Come on. Bill's season over for you. Not, not yet. Was that crushing? I watched that game. Yeah, it was crushing. It was really, really sad. Were you taking shit from uh, Eagles fans? Not as much as I was told I would. Like I, oh, when you got like, but you were in the first half. They weren't all in their cups just yet. Um, if you would have stayed up there for the second half, I'm sure it would have been much worse. But, but there going, was a lot of Bills fans there. Yeah, I'm sure there yeah. was. Uh, it was a great game. Awesome game. Like and Josh Allen was the best player of the week. I know. And defense. I mean, Jake Elliott makes that kick, and it's Gabe like, Davis you- running that wrong route in overtime. Like well, that kick from a fucking across the field. It's ridiculous. In the rain. Yeah. And it just like cuts in. Like, yeah. Just. <sighs> they, can't right, buy, they can't buy a break this year. Sports right now is so much fun. And the fact that the in, the in-season NBA tournament hasn't given me even two minutes of enjoyment. There's nothing to enjoy about There's it. The best part is the courts. The courts are wacky and now we're trying. Are you really trying? No. Yeah. Everybody wins gets 500 grand. Okay. Aren't you trying? Well, I made 800 grand anyway. <laughs> That's seriously it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a wrap on uh, this. John Morant playing yet or is he still suspended? No, he's doing nothing. Oh, he's not still. Yeah, I totally forgot he existed. Ah. 
Whatever. He He'll exists. Like he shot out of a cannon. Memphis got rid of Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Like he's. Hello, Wex. <laughs> I heard that John Morant has been working out. <laughs> and I wish that boy luck as somebody who's overcome adversity. I slashed my way back to the top. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Charles. And hopefully he can come out guns a blazing Hell and his yeah. first game back. <laughs> Your right. old friend, OJ. That is a wrap. Thanks everyone for sitting through that absolute mayhem session of a podcast. We'll chat again. Yes. On, we'll chat again on Monday.